Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast for Black Women Connect Vancouver. Girl, you know it. So I'm the founder of Black Women Connect Vancouver, which started in 2017. And Black Women Connect Vancouver is a collective of women who come to inspire, empower, and leverage our strengths and embrace our diverse experiences. It is a community where we can build meaningful relationships and celebrate the beauty of our Black womanhood. I hope that you enjoy it. Welcome everyone to Girl You Know It. Today's episode three is about reflections on 2020. And today we also have a special guest, Ruthie. And I can't say her last name, but she'll let you know and introduce you. I know, we've been friends for a long time. And I'm just at the point where I just can't say my friends' names and I'll just tell you. You're like, okay. Yes. Well, Ruthie, first name, first name. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, uh, go ahead. I am Ruthie Unebu. It's very phonetic-ish, kind of. Like, yeah, it's pretty easy. Ruthie Unebu, I am a registered clinical counselor and supervisor. And I do other things on the side, including acting. I'm a doula. What else am I? Uh, web design, fitness, and nutrition coach. So, yeah. Thanks for having me, ladies. Yes, welcome. Yeah. We're excited to have you. Yeah. Absolutely. So, let's start the conversation. Let's reflect on 2020. What do we feel 2020 has been? I would love to hear everyone's kind of like, Yeah. <laughs> what what has it not been? Like breathing in more. You're like, you can't even, like, <laughs> exhale. <laughs> Yeah. What has the 2020 been? Exactly. It's kind of that, like, once people even yes. say 2020, you kind of get even, like, anxious. Like, yeah. you tighten up. Yeah. It hasn't, it's not even a relaxed feel. Right. Right. Yeah, because we all went into it being, like, 2020, like, the year, like, that's, like, the round year yeah. of, like, yeah. next phase, my 2020 vision. vision. Yes, like, yes. all these people, yes. you saw, like, like this is our song. year, this yeah. is our year, like, you know, big things, like, I'm going to travel the world, yeah. you know, I just want to, like, uh, you know, have dreams that I want to pursue, want to, you know, do these goals. And, uh, you know, of course, at the beginning of every year, we have those. But um, but 2020, because of the year of 2020, people are like, yeah, it's going to be great. And it was also like the new decade. Like, yes. It felt like yes. this fresh start for everybody who was like, okay, the past decade was trash. Yes. Let's start again. Let's start fresh. Even as you say it right now, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was a new decade. But 2020 feels like the decade yeah. like it really yeah. feels like yeah. we've yeah. been so in it for, for it. you know because like yeah. it's let's say in terms of travel there's like um pre-travel and after like i i actually traveled to australia or sorry to hawaii and virginia before mm-hmm. all this happened mm-hmm. yeah i did too i went to london and uh portugal and yeah. i was like thinking because they said that like the virus in general was actually happening a year before and yeah. then it started spreading so i'm like thinking wow like yeah. i probably was traveling with all these other yeah. people who probably did have it mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that was like february march but it feels like three years ago yeah. like 10 years ago yeah. Yeah. it so definitely it's does so wild just mm-hmm. what happened this year you know and the fact that it's worldwide is mm-hmm. it makes you realize how small the world is. Mm-hmm. We think about like, you know, people in other parts of the world and you don't think about them because perhaps they have different experiences and those kind of things. But everybody had this experience mm-hmm. and it brought us to realize like this brought us to realize that as humans, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. It affects all of us, everybody. you know, yeah. like it's wild that like in our country, you know, schools are shut down. Mm-hmm. You had to wear a mask. Same as Australia. Schools mm-hmm. are shut down. People have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wild. It's mind-boggling, you know? The biggest theme for me for 2020 is connection. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, I don't think I've ever felt so connected in a good way, also in a very horrible way, mm-hmm. to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Because, like we spoke about the explosion that happened in Beirut, like being able to see that firsthand so many times from so many different angles is amazing for getting information. And like if I was a journalist, mm-hmm. but being just like a regular citizen and individual, it was so much. Mm-hmm. And then there's that. And then you swipe a little bit more. Then there's somewhere else. And it's just like... I also feel like 2020 was probably, I like to describe it as a zit. Mm -hmm. It was like a zit that was growing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's pressing, it's pressing. And now the zit is exploded. Mm -hmm. But it's just like it keeps coming out and it needs to be cleaned. Because now it's also gotten a bit infected. And so that's really how I feel about 2020. Uh, So I'm out here looking for some doctors who can heal the infection. Let's fix it. Lord, if you're the doctor, please, let's get it. I like that. I like the thought of that because it, it is quite true. The things that usually happen in the world that we weren't aware of because the world didn't stop happened and it opened people's eyes Mm. too, right? So the Beirut thing, Mm -hmm. the things that were happening, I guess Australia was before it, but like the world stopped and then even in terms of Black Lives Matter, Mm -hmm. that's when people were just like, oh my gosh, black people, yeah. And they're like, what, this is going on? I was like, what what do you mean? Like as black people, we're just like, we've been telling you. Right, but it is it did cause connection. It mm-hmm. caused people to actually be more connected and see what other people are going through because yeah. they had to stay at home and do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It also got people joyful a bit. Mm-hmm. It was so fun seeing how other people are able to be the lightness mm-hmm. in the world and like mm-hmm. doing the dancing challenges and like even trying to do the Meg the Stallion challenge. I think I practiced for like two hours. Yeah. And then at the end of it I was like, oh I need to record this. And I recorded it and I literally just napped. I was like, this is a lot. Yes. But it was so much fun. And then yes. people who watched it were like, oh my goodness, that's so much fun. So that for me has been great seeing that kind of joy spiral. But I don't know, I feel kind of weird I think whenever there's something really apparent, it also shows us what isn't apparent. So like mm-hmm. with the re-uprising or people finally figuring out what's happening to black people, yeah. just like, first of all, <laughs> it's a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, that reawakening for that and then being having to kind of state like black joy and mm-hmm. like all these things, I still personally feel a little bit weird about what the pimples explosion has had us do because now Mm. we need to name the things that we take pleasure in to state that it's something that brings us pleasure where before we could just be joyful Mm. and like not have to say oh this is black joy I'm reclaiming this or I'm reclaiming Mm. that it's such a heavy thing for Mm. me like that language yeah it's It's because we have to work as black Mm. people always have to work right I think it's just kind of like you said we just want to be and we just want to live as opposed to just you know yeah work Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it true. is quite. El, true. how do you feel about twenty twenty? Yeah, I, I, I feel like connection was a word, but also um, calibration, mm-hmm. like recalibration. Yeah. Um, just in terms of like, what is actually important to me? What do I want to intentionally spend my time doing? Mm-hmm. Who do I want to spend my time with? Um, in it amidst like all the anxiety and stress what makes what brings me joy so like what is the stuff that like makes me happy and like when can I decide that like I'm allowed to feel sad bad mad angry 
I was that frustrated and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, like the self talk was yeah. like, no, you just feel like push it down, push it mm-hmm. down. It's like, like you said, there's nothing else to do. So you gotta mm-hmm. sit there with your feelings <laughs> yeah. and then recalibrate and then go, okay, now I have this new information and new process of like seeing the world. Mm-hmm. How am I gonna like intentionally continue to live that out in like every facet and not feel bad about the feelings that I have? Mm-hmm. So that was 2020 for me. It was also a lot of like, I had a lot of travel plans. I was like ready. I was like going to LA and San Francisco and I was going to go to a bachelorette in Seattle. There's going to be drag queens and everything. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm going to Calgary and do all the things. And then like, I was, I was really looking forward to like expanding my horizon in that Mm. regard. Like again, 2020, new decade, blah, blah, blah. And then this happened. So it's like, I feel like the connection helped, like being able to see people and what they're doing across the world. But it was really hard as well mm-hmm. to like take on like that grief as well and take on like the collective unknown. Mm-hmm. So 2020 is like a, is a roller coaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me it was, um, it was weird. I think for me, I ended 2019 actually pretty low I had a really rough end of the year mm-hmm. and so I think for me I never actually entered the year of like 2020 is gonna be my year oh. because it just entered low mm-hmm. oh, like it ended low entered low and so I was just kind of like oh, there's a lot of things going on like work-wise and like re- like different relationships and I was just like oh. so when things were happening like I actually did end up getting really sick and and so then I was like in my house for like isolated for like two months so then it's like on top of that I was like already alone and Mm -hmm. sick so it was just like adding on so I think I just entered it like "Mm." and so when like things started to like kind of open up and there was like the random joy moments of like TikTok or whatever (laughs) and then it's like okay like I got to find like the little joys and things and then like we were always gaining kind of momentum but then like when people like rediscovered blackness or unlocked blackness (laughs) in the world I think that that also like awakened me into being like oh like where are we going with Black Women Connect Vancouver like I think it reignited like a vision for it Mm -hmm. and so in some ways it was like exciting because then I got to be like okay we can like go somewhere you know with this and like yeah it's a moment of whatever but it's like I can actually sit here reflect where do we want to go like what's our mission what's our vision are we sticking to it are we moving with integrity like all these things and so I think for me it was like a rechecking of myself but it's still the same thing it's like when so much is happening in the world I still get like like I think I'm an empath and so I just Mm -hmm. like take everything on and so I had to limit my time because there's moments where I just like lay in bed and be like yes yeah like it was just too much information for me and I had to like tell people like changing like like what I take in in social media like the Mm -hmm. people I follow and stuff and I was just like send me happy videos like send me this like I want it yeah like I was just like I don't want to see sad things in the world because I know this already like before 2020 I knew this already and I was still doing the same thing it's just like I don't want to see like more of it Mm. so that was I think it was an interesting year for me I think in that way so I kind of had a weird balance of Mm. like finding joy this year Mm. yeah like being present was more my thing yeah. yeah so I never ended this year being like it was more like I need party. to find joy I need to get yeah I need to rise yeah. up off the yeah off of this, so for me it was a little different yeah. yeah for me in terms of 2020 it's funny because I think 
on the on my main life, kind of on the like just here, nothing really changed. Mm-hmm. I didn't stop going to work. I still um, was going into the office, although because I'm a manager of counseling services at a nonprofit. Um, majority of my counselors stayed home just mm-hmm. because of that. But yeah. I, you know, I have my offices downstairs and mm-hmm. stuff, so I didn't really stop. So on that, like looking out from the world, my world didn't really change mm-hmm. except for my kid stayed home from school, which was <laughs> which was a different uh, me having to navigate how to do homeschool while still working and stuff, mm-hmm. which actually did work out. Um, so, but like it was just the outside of like not being able to see friends and having to wear mm-hmm. a mask and. Um, and like, yeah, I was wanting to travel this year. I was wanting to go to Australia, like later on. I, um, I had planned to do a lot of training in different modalities, um, for counseling. And I read ahead on my calendar. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this one this time. And so it wasn't even far travel. It was literally Calgary and Seattle. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was at those times and I'm like, okay, in April, I'm going to go to this and do this to, to Seattle. I'm going to go twice to Seattle. Like, and yeah, it it just stopped. So in that way of not being able to do the extra stuff is how my life changed mm. a little bit more and also trying to like I said homeschool a kid <laughs> who's 13 he's amazing he's a, a be- beautiful brilliant kid but it was kind of navigating how much I had to like walk beside him to do the work and, mm. and those kind of things so those were the slight things but yeah I wanted to travel even just to study you know a thing called lifespan or yeah. accelerated resolution therapy exactly. I was so excited <laughs> <laughs> Like how you know everybody's like I'm great I want to go to Hawaii I'm like I'm I'm happy to do lifespan <laughs> so those were the things but uh, I think in terms of yeah just stopping and saying okay what what does life look like now mm-hmm. that I'm not traveling or not doing mm-hmm. this or or you know I'm around the family more like what we had mm-hmm. to stop like you say and cal- collaborate or calibrate yeah. and actually sit in whatever was happening and not be distracted by by mm-hmm. wall stuff. Yeah, it's a good point you made about like the family aspect though too because it's like I think my family like we're spread apart and I live close to my parents here and I have sisters out east but we actually made more effort to connect with each other because oh. it's like yeah, I live close to my parents but I was like I still would FaceTime them and stuff <laughs> and like but like we grew closer, we made intentional calls of like this week we're yeah. meeting at this time and I thought that was really nice. Um so like what are some of the things that you did as a family that you noticed like maybe like, did you set out intentional times to... The thing is, I live in my parents' basement. Right. I rent from them. Yeah. Okay. So we're always together. So again, that's the thing that didn't change. Mm-hmm. You were, you yeah. know, qu- uh, quarantined. You couldn't see stuff. Right. I was quarantined with them. just <laughs> in my basement. So everybody else was upstairs. Like, when I came back from uh, Virginia, mm-hmm. I had to quarantine for two weeks. Okay. Yeah. And my kid was already been taken care of by my parents, so he was just upstairs, and that was my quarantine. Yeah. But I was still around people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. My family's close anyway, so it's kind of like we talk every day, siblings yeah. and stuff. Yes, and yeah. I, even if I'm, I used, I went to school in Virginia, so even when I was there, I was talking to my dad every day. So yeah. that didn't really change. It was mm-hmm. more just like we were always together as opposed to having other people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I hear from people, it's two sides of the coin. Some people, because of the closeness of being in with their family it was horrible for yeah, them yeah. they were having troubles especially stay-at-home moms yeah. who were trying to juggle like stay-at-home I moms know. i'm I know, just like truly. i cannot do it and they had multiple kids in yes. different ages who had to do this like i i just like i'm in awe of those yeah, people I agree. To, to have been able to do that and plus having to work and then on the other side of the coin we had a lot of people that said this was the best thing that could have happened yeah. like mm. you right that it made them closer together yeah right so for me it was just 
the same thing. Mm-hmm. My kid's awesome anyway. Even without court, I'm quarantined. We're always together, <laughs> you know. And so, um, but yeah, it was just a time for to see what happens when you can't control anything. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty showed everybody you cannot plan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can plan, but you can't control anything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just exactly. Failed. That's just the, yeah. that's the sound effect for twenty. Podcast <laughs> <laughs> over. Right. <laughs> We're like, done. Said, that was just twenty twenty. <laughs> if we could do what is it uh, ASMR, but like mm-hmm. as a as yes. a GIF or yeah. whatever. Yes. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Um. Twenty for me was. I want to say neutral because mm-hmm. I had a lot of really like down times and then mm-hmm. I had some really high times as well. I think the biggest thing for me was having an opportunity to like really see what would happen if I took on my projects mm-hmm. and like actually delved a little bit deeper and and, and focused on them. Uh, I'm fortunate to, enough to have a partner that has a really good job. Actually, when I got laid off, they were giving all of them a raise. Uh-huh. What? What? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was just like, fantastic. <laughs> you got this. God, thank God, you're telling me something. All right. <laughs> exactly. I don't even need serve. No, yeah, I'm good. Um, and so being in that in that uh, way was really great. But I've been here for just four years, and I've worked my whole time being here mm. uh, because I was solely dependent on myself. And so that was weird for me to take mm. a back seat yes. and to kind of learn what taking a break is, to kind of learn what not working 40 hours a week looked like or felt like, and, you know, not having work people, but also environment not changing. Yes. Because due to COVID, I started not going outside, and yeah, I was just yeah, in the yeah, house, yeah. and yeah. moving from the office to the couch to the bedroom to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm kind of getting bored of this yeah. now. Um, but a lot of it was anxiety around other people. Mm. I don't know if anyone else experienced this, but in the beginning of COVID, when uh, we got shut down and everything, and we had to start wearing masks and all of that, I feel like the messaging, or maybe the way I absorbed the messaging, was like, don't be near another person. Yeah. And so I started distrusting everybody. I was mm-hmm. just like, what are you, what are you, yeah. what are you yeah. been? Don't no. talk close to me. And I'm just walking them on, I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> just like that weird, and I'm judging people, like, is he, did yes. he cough? Is yes. he wearing a mask? I can't see what that is. Exactly. So it really built up a lot of anxiety around social gatherings. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested in seeing what this means for like our interpersonal skills moving forward, if it's mm-hmm. going to grow and enhance them, or if it has in some way diminished them because we're losing practice with each other yeah. physically. But we're getting it virtually, yeah, so that's right. I don't know. Twenty twenty has been an experimental year, but I would have rather done without it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done without, without the just, yeah. just to let yeah. you know, like, I, I, I could have skipped this one. I could have looked past it, and you know, twenty twenty two could have been the time when I started my creative project. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, okay, so my thing is, like, you know how, like you said, life didn't change like on the surface. Right. Yeah. Um. And like you, you because of like twenty, like COVID, you lost your job or whatever. It's funny because everyone's like, "This is the best time. I got the time off," and I'm like, "I'm not jealous." Mm. I didn't get. I got busy. But I got busier, <laughs> and for me, I was like, I kind of just wish I got like a beat. Like it was such a huge transition going through this novel thing worldwide mm. all together. Mm. And having some people being like, okay, they were forced to take a break and 
Some people were like not happy about it. Some people were like really grateful. But I'm like, I kind of wish I got a forced break just for like yeah. a minute yeah. because my mental health went crazy. Mm. And I don't know if it's, like, the strong black woman, like, yes. trope that we, like, have to endure. But, like, I just would have just, like, Definitely. okay, i got to keep going. Yeah. But, like, looking at my friend being, like, I kind of wish I, I could yeah, take a little bit of a break because yeah. everything just seems to be piling up. Um, and then, again, the strong black woman trope being, like, yes, 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 mm. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do all the things. Yeah. And it's, like, all of these, like, like, I'm spinning a little bit. So, yeah. like... 2020, it was, like, yeah, the recalibration, but, like, just recognizing that, like, I also have to be intentional mm-hmm. about what I'm allowing in. Yes. And, 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 and finding that those little, like, spaces and, like, pockets of, like, rest and peace and, like, taking advantage of it and not just filling it with stuff. That's right. Because I feel like I'm a person who likes to fill empty holes. Mm. It's like, oh, there's a space. Let me just fill it with a thing. And then, like, two weeks later, I have this mental breakdown. I don't know why. I don't know why that happened. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. I got so busy. And I don't know, like, going into 2021, what does that even mean? Yes. I just feel like 2020 is going to extend forever. We're going to go, we're going to have, like, five years, 2020. We're going to have 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What year is it? 2020X? Yeah. Like, it's just, I I feel like I need to be more intentional about um, having that time and, like, being okay and not having to justify it, mm-hmm. but like feeling validated in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I can say no and I cannot be busy. I'm not being lazy about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have to look at it in the mind frame or mindset of health. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The things that we do, if we overextend ourselves, we are not doing, th- we're, we're not taking our health into account. No. And so sometimes we feel, forget about mental health and emotional health. The way we do physical health, you wouldn't jump your jump in front of a bus, no, right? Yeah, to get and get hit because you're like, I know that's gonna hurt me, right? But you are jumping in front of a bus with all this stuff when you say yes, 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 yes. That's the same amount of force on your body because, but it's emotional and mental, Mm -hmm. and so we forget to say, you know what? I wouldn't hurt myself physically, so why am I hurting myself emotionally and mentally, Mm -hmm. and even spiritually, Mm -hmm. right? And again take into account that that black girl trope it's because our ancestors who are women they're always working and they're you know they never complain and so we feel that um if we need rest it means it's something wrong with us mm-hmm. as opposed to if we need rest it's because we're human yeah. yeah right so we have to give ourselves grace and we have to and i'm not just pre- preaching to you i'm telling this to myself yeah. you know I, yeah. like i said i was i have all these things under my belt it's, and people are like how do you do all this stuff and yeah sometimes you're like um I'm, sometimes you feel like if I don't say yes, then I'm being bad or I'm being lazy, mm. you know, as opposed to if I don't say, if I say no, it's because I need to protect myself. Yeah. Right? So that's why sometimes I'm very lazy. Like mm-hmm. I will just come home and uh, just, you know, it's four, four, uh, five o'clock and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to go and change, wash my face and just chill in my bed. Yeah. And that's cool. Like that's Okay. Because if you need it, you need it. You Absolutely. Know? And I and I kind of feel like we need to move away as like a society 
of like using this word word lazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because it's it's used on some populations and not on others. Yeah. And like you know, like we yes. know we know we're talking we about. Saying. You know what I mean? That's right. Um and and for like black women, it's like we need to move away from being like, oh, I'm just being lazy and I'm yeah. just having a lazy day. It's yeah. like, no, I'm actually working to rest. To rest, mm-hmm. yes. And like like the nap mystery on you know yes. Instagram. Yeah. I love the bishop. Yeah. Sorry. Like, the nap so there's this uh, account run by the bishop of uh, the nap ministry and she, like <laughs> rest is like an act of resistance. Yes. And like it's work to rest because yes. we want to constantly fill and do the work for the community and do the work for people and mm-hmm. do the work for ourselves. And it's like, yes, and also yeah. you have to recalibrate yourself before you can pour out and like you know what I mean so it's like I I want to stop using that word in, like for me mm-hmm. and that's not like a again I'm preaching I just no. I'm like I was just hearing you and I was I like why it. do we say lazy I love like, that like we come home from this busy day yes and we need to decompress right that's not lazy that's, that's like so actually true. productive mm. because if we don't do that yo the the productivity of the, the rest of the days is going to be exactly yeah. Yeah. and I love you pointing me pointing that out as well because I use that word all the time mm. but I, I also own it not in a sense that mm-hmm. I know that I'm lazy but yeah. I'm just like no I'm going to be lazy today yes. Yes. Because, but I love how we can, we have to say that like no I'm just going to rest today yeah. what are you doing today nothing yes. yeah. I'm doing nothing yeah. and it's not laziness because I know I'm not lazy mm-hmm. yeah. and yes. I just love because you have the words that you speak as well are very powerful mm-hmm. so yeah so thank you so much for just for even bringing that up, right? Yeah, like yeah. In, in terms of saying that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you definitely cast a spell with your voice, whether mm-hmm. it's setting mm-hmm. your intentions, right. whether it's in an argument with people. Yeah. That's why I don't trust people when they go like to the extreme in terms of being belligerent <laughs> in an argument. I'm like, hold yeah. up, hold, <laughs> hold <laughs> up. In your body, yes. you are it's storing that information yes. to lash it out at me at some point. Mm-hmm. And I think about this when I think about myself too and a, a way for me to... To try and recalibrate and to try and shift my language is to shift my conversation with myself yes and so yes. um you know when i'm criticizing myself i like to then start saying it out loud yeah. to hear it because once you hear how critical you are you're like a this is ridiculous and b who is living inside of me yeah. this is crazy and you would never say that to your friend yeah. no that's exactly what i'm saying say any no. of that stuff to your friend and like why is it that we're okay with it like berating and harming yes. ourselves, or you wouldn't you let your friends say it to themselves? No, exactly. Yeah, we say it to our own selves. Mm-hmm. What? It's it's that's wild human. that like we've been like socialized and conditioned that that's okay. That's yeah. an okay thing. That's a way that we motivate ourselves. We like hype ourselves up and be like, you know, like you can be better and da da da. It's like I can be better, but mm-hmm. also like there's also capacity. Yeah, yeah tough love, and, right? And then also yeah, there's also compassion on mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. And I always say that, like, in terms of compassion, grace. Just give yourself some mm-hmm. grace. Mm-hmm. Give, like, we don't give ourselves enough grace if we make a mistake yes. or if we fall. You know what I mean? We're just like, oh, I'm so stupid. No, you're not. Yeah. Like, you didn't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to fail at this or I'm going to, quote, unquote, fall short of this. You said, you woke up in the morning and said, I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. And so if we do, quote, unquote, fail, we have to look at failure in a different way because, mm-hmm. mm, man, I, so... I spent 10 years as a specializing in parenting as a counselor, right? Mm-hmm. So everything I think about is in terms of metaphors or, you know, illustrations. But when a child is just learning to walk, they don't wake up and say, I hope I don't fall. They literally just, you know, teeter. And if they fall, 
they get back up again mm-hmm. yeah. without any judgment, yeah. without saying, oh, so stupid. Why couldn't those legs hold me? They literally fall and then they'll get right back up. And so I tell people, whether I'm counseling them, coaching them, even in terms of parenting, if, first of all, sometimes babies will fall, um, stand up and fall and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm okay right now. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm going I'm, I'm to chill. I need I'm rest. Good. I'm trying, right? So that's the thing we need to do. Yeah. As well as they fall, they don't do anything but try to stand back up again. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we need to do is recognize that, you know, we're not always going to be standing. We're not always going to be walking or flying. We're going to have to come down. What are we going to do then when we do come down, mm-hmm. right? Well, what, what, what have we learned? Have our legs gone a little bit stronger to be able to take that extra step? Mm-hmm. And, and just knowing as human beings, we're not always going to be perfect. So why are we berating ourselves for not being perfect, mm-hmm. right? I think what, or at least what came up for me as you said that, and when Al said you wouldn't say that to your friend... I think it's also because we practice the scenarios in our heads with ourselves so many times that we're expecting perfection by the time that we do it. Whereas if your friend tells you that they have an idea, you're hearing that for the first time. And so you give them all the room to grow, to learn, to fail, to do whatever. But for yourself, because you've been thinking about it for 10 weeks or whatever, you're like, this has to culminate in this. But it's all brain work. The brain doesn't really do anything in terms of the physical reality. like it can't build the house or build the business for you. It just stays in your head, really, and takes up a lot of space and is very heavy. It reminds me of a book called uh, Mindset by um, Carol Dweck. I think that's what it is. Yeah, and it just talks about the different types of mindset, growth mindset and fixed mindset. And I think especially in this society, we are raised with a fixed mindset, mm-hmm. um, especially if you have teachers that kind of instill that in you in the terms of like, no, nope, you're not good enough or, you know, what, or even in the way that we have been um, raised sometimes, if you make a mistake, we're berated. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of don't want to try anymore because we do think, oh, I'm so dumb. Why didn't I do try harder? You know, and sometimes in the African society, like uh, ninety four, where's 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 oh, the last five points? You know, just thinking that right, right, those now. kind of things. So we feel like if I tried, and I think I tried the hardest, and I didn't get it, and I failed, then I shouldn't try anymore because I don't want to yeah. fail again, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas growth mindset is literally everything is a learning thing. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. I'm going to practice and practice. Same as artists. You see sometimes on like TikTok and Instagram where mm-hmm. they're like, "This is where it started," and they were like stick figures. And then this is where it ended and you're like, whoa, Mm -hmm. right? That's what growth mindset is. Knowing that you don't have to be greatest at everything, but you just keep on trying and pushing and knowing that you're going to get somewhere, Mm -hmm. right? So that's a book that everybody should read as a person, as well as as a parent. It's Mm -hmm. not a parenting book at all. It's just like you know, understanding the difference between those type, two types of mindsets. Mm-hmm. It's really good. As we think of like 2020 and like, like we've been talking about like setting intentions and all the things we've been doing, what are some of the ways, I guess, moving forward, like as we're saying, like we think it's going to end, but what if it gets worse, you know? So we talked about the growth mindset. So what are ways that we can actually set intentions in this year going forward? Like we've just experienced all this stuff now. So what are some of the things that you were like, wow, this worked? And what are some of the things that like, Uh, I'm going to try this next. Yeah, like this is like the next step of my growth for 2020. So as you were saying the whole parenting, Mm -hmm. I think next steps for the rest of 2020, for however long that goes until, (laughs) um, I would love to like learn how to reparent myself. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like there are so many 
like loops in my head that are like stuff from childhood. Yes. Um, not just from my parents, but like from like teachers and da da da, like that let like, feed into this negative yes. talking and like speech in my head. Yes. Um, so I think that reparenting is like an intention that I really wanna, I really wanna tackle. Because mm-hmm. I feel I like that. that, like like you said, like words are huge. Yeah. And we have spent so much time not interacting with people in person and mm-hmm. like doing it in our heads and like practicing that scenario over and over and over again. So it's like, why can't we practice reparenting over mm-hmm. and over and over again so then those loops can be filled with positive self-talk? Mm-hmm. I, just re- I just recognize it because I know I can catch myself and be like, oh, what? So mean, Al. Why would you say that yeah. to me? So, <laughs> be nice to your parents. Have you heard a parent say that against their child? Like, oh, yeah. So yes. just our yes. 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 So why am I saying it to myself? So yeah. that's my intention. Yeah. With like all the time that I yeah. have. But it, <laughs> but it doesn't take so much time because we think all the time. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Right? Um, one of the mo- modalities I started um, training this year is um, emotion-focused family therapy. And when you were talking about that, it was just... The basis of emotion-focused family therapy is essentially um, parenting by validating, validating your child and their emotions and what they're going through. And I think we forget to do that with anybody, kids, and then we forget to do with ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're tired, instead of validating men, yeah, it makes sense why you would be tired because Mm -hmm. you did this and you did this and you did that. We say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm so tired. This is stupid. Like I should... I should get up and, and do more work, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even if it doesn't take, like, even if you're like, I don't have a lot of time, how can we validate our existence right now, right? In terms of how you're feeling, if you're upset with somebody, if you're tired, the validation is, man, you were tired, and this is why. And just sitting in that, mm-hmm. whether, and not judging it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so important in 2020. Yes. Like... There are so many things that have happened, and it's okay to sit in it. Yes. And it's okay to, like, think on it and then plan and set intentions for the time that's coming ahead and then learn from what's happened in the past. But it's also important that even if you, like, you know, made these goals and you didn't hit it, be okay and validate mm. the reasons why you didn't hit it. Mm. I think sometimes people will just be like, what, you had so much time, 2020 allowed you to stay home, you should have gotten fit, you should have done oh, this, and you should have ate well. Oh, and like, honestly, you close your eyes and it's October, and yeah. you're like, where did the time go? Mm. And you're already judging yourself because I'm not a size this, and mm. I didn't clean up my diet. No, man, we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. Yep. So we have to... Be gracious to ourselves. We have to validate the reasons why maybe we didn't make these goals. And that's why it's so hard when we talk about making goals. I mean, it's that's important, but we also have to make sure we are um, healthy in all ways. And that's what I say. If you're going to make a goal, you're going to make sure you have that foundation to make a goal and then also be able to follow through. Mm-hmm. Are we health? Is our brain healthy? Are we healthy um, uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially? And um, and mentally, are we there? If not, those are the things that we can control. Sometimes those big goals we cannot, we can't get there because we actually haven't prepared ourselves to be able to get there mm. in terms of sleeping well, um, eating well, and not even eating for for body 
um, image, but eating for health. Mm-hmm. How is our brain? Are we ca- taking care of our brain by sleeping, eating, drinking well, exercising, moving, praying if we do that, meditating, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the things that we can kind of like control. Then we can kind of make goals if we are healthy and have that foundation to do so. And it starts with validating ourselves and, and being gracious for the things that we maybe you know, on January 1st, we said we we're going to do that we haven't done by now. Or when this pandemic closed us in, we can't judge ourselves if we are not where we thought we were going to be because mm-hmm. we're still trying to navigate this world of <laughs> of a pandemic. Yeah, you that's, know? that's interesting. And I, I, my question is to clarify. So would you say then in your explanation that goals are one thing and then the foundation kind of sets in as intentions or something because I feel like I could have a goal to be healthier. Yeah. So does that is that in the same regard or is it like a is there a difference? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I think in terms of goals, sometimes we think of huge, big things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like by this time, I'm gonna do this, and by this time, mm-hmm. and we forget about the little little um, trackings that we need to do to try to get to these big goals, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so what I'm talking about is just being mindful about the things that we can control if you're saying yeah i want to eat better then what what does that mean Mm. right because i think sometimes we go from zero to a hundred i'm going to eat better so i'm just going to be on chicken and rice and vegetables all day long and then we fail and we beat ourselves up Mm. right but um the goal around you know that the nutrition is like okay i can eat uh, a whole big thing of skittles in one sitting so you know (laughs) so what my goal would be like okay maybe i will eat grapes before um but like eat grapes instead or something or or buy a small pack of skittles like Mm -hmm. something that's smaller than changing your whole entire mindset Mm -hmm. and life just the little things that you can control because again another metaphor is um who are those brother and sister that um What's next? In my head, no. <laughs> it's like a nursery rhyme that story where they got lost in the middle of the woods and oh, then they right. Hansel and Gretel, right? Like they wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> hey, hey, this is twenty twenty. Like, what are you talking about dinosaurs? I, I don't know. know. We never you know. throw we anything in there. Right? Like you know that we're those meteors. Yes, Willow and Jaden Smith. But I think about goals in, 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 you know, we have the big goal, of course, Mm -hmm. but what are those little breadcrumbs that we can follow to recognize that we are actually taking steps to follow to the big goal? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right? Like we sometimes think, oh man, I have this big goal and then we go for it and then we fail Mm -hmm. because we we haven't planned Mm -hmm. or or we don't know exactly how we're going to get there. And then we beat ourselves up for making the big goal as as opposed to recognizing not recognizing the little steps that we might have made along the way, mm-hmm. right? And so it's kind of like, yes, we can have real big goals, but what are the things then we can kind of control um, that and kind of track? And so mm. in terms of tracking, right? Um, yeah, like what are the little things that we can go to be like, man, I didn't get there, but oh, shoot, I didn't even know about this and this and this. Mm-hmm. I forgot about this. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah. Making, yeah. Any sense, but they don't, yeah making it attainable. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's like, yeah, in the time of, like, the pandemic, everyone's like, I made yes. this, 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 this. And people were, like, cooking and doing these things. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. Like, but same thing when I was like, I got busier. So I'm like, should I be adding? And then I, and then <laughs> yes. I, got, and then I got, like, more down on myself. And then yeah. I suffer. Not suffer. I'm not going to claim that. Right. But I do struggle with, like, per, um, like 
imposter syndrome. Yes. And mostly because it's like there's all these things going on. And so it's like, like you said, it's like if I don't feel like the goal that I set for myself, I didn't attain it at that moment, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe I'm not the right person for the job. They yeah. can find someone else. Like, yes. they can find another leader. They can do this. Like, oh this person God. will be better without, like, yes. you know, and it's like, and then I start, like, getting down on myself for that. And I, it's really something I think that 2020 was really hard for me sure. for that. And I always had to check myself. I'm like, okay, but if you weren't that person, reason. then this wouldn't have happened. Or sure. this person wouldn't have met this person. or this. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But it's just, like, sometimes it, it's when I fail yes. at something, then I feel like, oh, maybe I'm just not the right person. Like, just, like, yeah. like, mm, yeah. like, I could just, like, step back, you know, like, move to Hawaii. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, like, think everyone will be good. Think about it, though, because we think about ourselves in one way, and other people look at us and be like, oh, my gosh, you're amazing. They'll look at you and be like, oh, my gosh, you're amazing. You're executive director of this and that. And they're just like, and then we're, like, beating ourselves up, and they're just like, I want to be like you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah, exactly. What do you see? Yeah. But I think, let me go back to that question in terms of, like, because I think I was saying two different things, right? I was saying, because a lot of people will say, you know, going into this year, how can we make goals? And I just say, take a step back before we make goals and first make sure we're healthy. Mm-hmm. That's what I was talking about, mm-hmm. right? Like, make sure, like, are we there to be able to, A, create goals, and if we don't make them, still be healthy enough to keep on trying, mm-hmm. right? Is our brain health yeah. there? And for me, right now, I'm doing this sort of certification for brain, brain, about brain, so everything is brain, but, like, are we... Because everything, everything has an effect on our brain, mm-hmm. Like they can do scans mm-hmm. and see um, your, you, you know, what, what your brain looks like depending on like how well you eat, if you're dr- drinking too much, drugs and all that kind of stuff, right? So the things that we can control to make sure we're healthy are the, the little things like drinking enough water, trying to sleep. So creating goals around that can help to, um, to help you to, to, to achieve the bigger goals, mm. right? Yeah, it's like a it's like a process breakdown, I yeah. guess, to do that. I find that um, a lot of folks struggle with this. I don't struggle with it, but I think I struggle with over planning and yeah. like over preparing and like putting, saying, "Oh, I have this big goal," and then I could have potentially ten steps, but yeah. then I write in thirty steps <laughs> because it's just such a big breakdown and that's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So how does one strike and? We don't have to have an answer for this, but I'm curious around how do we strike the balance between knowing if we're over planning the small pieces and almost distracting ourselves. And that's because the thing. we use that as that excuse. That's exactly yeah. what it is, right? Our, why, why are we making all these steps? Mm. And it comes with sometimes the imposter syndrome thing, right? Because we're just like, okay. I don't know if I'm going to get there. So I'm just going to distract myself Mm -hmm. and make these steps. Oh, shoot, I didn't make it. Okay, I'm going to try again, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like being conscious and like recalibrating and saying, okay, why why did I make all these steps? Mm -hmm. Can I cut it down to 10? Yeah, okay, let me try to to do that. And again, it's just being conscious and giving ourselves uh, grace and being aware of why we do things. There's Mm -hmm. always an underlying reason for something that we do, right? And Mm -hmm. being aware of or something that we say. So just kind of being aware of it. Awareness. It's awareness. Mm, that's what yes. we're it trying to raise. Really yeah. yeah, it's so true. Um, I was actually, because I'm starting to do like neurofeedback for like my chronic pain and stuff. Yes. And just like even in our session, it's the same thing. It's like, she's like, what are you feeling? What are you sensing? And I'm like sitting there like, 
Nothing. Yeah, like, I was like, and then she's like, well, some people don't feel it. Like, maybe just, like, stay in tune. But then, like, nothing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it was the same thing. It's like our brain just really does react on so many things. And, and like, as much as I'm aware of my physical, sometimes, obviously, when you have chronic pain, you are aware of anything Mm. that's happening. But I think sometimes I'm not aware of how my brain responds. Because when we did the scan, it's like you are suppressing Mm -hmm. so much. And she's like, this area, you're just suppressing all of it. It's because I've just learned to cope. And I think it's the same. It's like when we set our goals, we set our intentions. It's like we've just some of the things we've learned to suppress. And and then it's like, oh, you don't become aware that you're doing those things. Because then you're like, wait, why did I crash? And then it's like because you've learned to suppress all those other things that make you aware. And so, yeah, I think for me, I was like, oh, that's a lot of things that I am learning too of like, how do I not suppress the things I need to learn and actually fail at to get to where I need to be, either mentally, spiritually, or whatever, Mm -hmm. physically. And it's, yeah, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. We have to just sit, like you said earlier, just sit in whatever it is, even Mm -hmm. if it's uncomfortable and forget and we don't want to, right? So we make ourselves busy. Um, but it is sitting in the discomfort mm-hmm. and being comfortable in that so you can create a new mm-hmm. a new thing, right? Mm-hmm. What are some steps do you feel like you could take? Like as like I know we've talked about it, but like moving forward, like we've had this conversation of like awareness and intention mm-hmm. and all that. And it's like we've talked about the things that we all like kind of like process, mm-hmm. but then like how do you move forward? Like how would like I guess people watching or listening be like, okay, like what's a takeaway? Honestly, one of the big, one of the most easy things is to just get more sleep, to be honest, Mm -hmm. to prep your body to be able to be more healthy is sleep. I don't think people get enough sleep Mm -hmm. and water. Mm -hmm. I think that's so, I know it's such a weird thing to think, but like water and sleep, if you improve those two things, (laughs) (laughs) you will, physically yeah. to be able to take on anything emotionally spiritually mentally relationally socially whatever it is is that like even when people talk about i want to get fit right they think the first thing they think is i need to go to the gym but if your sleep is not on point mm. if your eating's not on point yeah, yeah, yeah. and if your water's not on point you can do whatever you want genetics could help but if you don't have that then nothing's going to get you to that place that you need to mm. be but honestly it's such a weird thing because people will be like, oh, you know, they'll say, but honestly, if you sleep well enough and you drink well, things will start, you'll see things, things will start changing mm-hmm. for you. That's why it's a start. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think uh, counseling is a really big yes. thing that people mm-hmm. don't, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a counselor. Yeah. I think it allows you to, like you said, she was able to t- tell you that you were suppressing stuff and mm-hmm. you were like, this is just my everyday life. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, counseling is very often scary for a lot of people because you you see the stereotypical lying on the couch telling my deepest darkest secrets and all that but honestly counseling is just allowing you to become more aware of the things Mm -hmm. that we do Mm -hmm. um and and why why we're doing it um and it's such a healthy thing because we forget that our brain is a part of our body Mm -hmm. right so we're going to go and check in you know let's say to go go on a physical to the doctor because they're just going to make sure everything's good here. Why not we do that with our brain? It's still mm-hmm. matter. It's yeah. still yeah. part of our body. It's a it's a muscle. Yeah. So how about we work that out? And it allows us to if we can get past that stigma around mental health, um, and just get to the point of like finding somebody. To, and it doesn't have to be anybody. You can't just you don't have to just go and. 
find the first counselor and say, I'm going to tell my yes. therapist. It's like, you literally will shop for somebody because mm. it's a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to just go out in the street and be like, let's be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might work, but <laughs> we also have to be compatible. Yeah. So it's the same thing as with a counselor. You got to find somebody that fits. And even if it's like maybe four, five, six down the line, somebody that you can actually connect with and that will help you walk alongside you mm-hmm. um and to, research and research, research right research their background yes right? research their background topics they are specialized in exactly yes. and and then if you sit down with them and you're like it doesn't fit that's fine you don't mm-hmm. have to you don't have to um give anybody anything mm-hmm. right you, you're looking for health for yourself so somebody who fits that you're going to be able to be comfortable with and grow with and they're going to help transport you're doing the transformation because you're the expert of you mm-hmm. they're just there to help you right and so for me counseling is a big thing as yes. well yeah you know okay. if, if there were the two things you need to do three maybe uh sleep water counseling that will set you up for awesomeness mm-hmm. i think in my opinion mm-hmm. yeah. and the cool thing now with 2020 is that um you could do online counseling yes. too. so yes. it makes it a little bit more convenient and more comfortable i mean Hopefully you wear pants, but you don't really have to. If you don't, if you don't I mean, not as a counselor, but as a, yeah. as a client, if you don't wear pants, like, as long as you're not getting up, yeah. you're just comfortable, yeah. right? And that's the cool thing about it. But, like, brain health is, a, yeah, mental health mm-hmm. is so important, even though there is that big stigma. I think the stigma is getting a little bit smaller because yeah. we're hearing more about even, like, some celebrities, like, uh, Taraji, what's her name? Mm-hmm. Taraji Hansen. Yes, yeah. She has that um, the organization, that organization yeah. for that, and there are a lot of different um, organizations that are pushing for mental health, uh, taking care of your mental health, especially within our own um, mm. culture as yes. black people as well. So those are the two big things. You know, I think sometimes some people kind of come up with like beautiful acronyms and like do this and I'm literally like just drink water yeah. <laughs> go to sleep early go to sleep at nine and find yourself a counselor and if you know if you can't like sometimes you know a lot of the counselors especially within BC they're covered or psychologists you know they're covered by medical so mm-hmm. if you have extended medical I'm an RCC registered clinical counselor there's a CCC and then there's also like different like psychologists and stuff. It could be covered. There's some that may do a sliding scale if mm-hmm. people are not able to do counseling. As well as just at the tip of our fingers is the internet. Yeah. So if there are, you know, if there's times that it's not possible, then looking up things like mindfulness. Um, there's so many apps. There are things on the internet, on um, YouTube, um, meditations kind of things. Mm-hmm. Right, like if we can just focus on doing one thing for our mental health and then emotional health, um, physical health, spiritual health, and what was the last one? Mental, emotional, and social, right? Yes, yeah. Because we're social beings, that will just take us to the next level of being mm-hmm. able to improve our overall health, and that's yeah. my important. Even within my own counseling, I it's not just mental; it's everything. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna try to see: Are you where are you on all these? Things. Because if even if one thing is great, you could be as strong as everything and the biggest muscles. But if your, you know, emotional health is shot, then it's going to have an effect, right? Mm. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. No, thank you for that. That was really good. <gasps> yeah, I feel like <laughs> I just had a counseling <laughs> session. Yeah, yeah. Me too. That's yeah. how I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. survive. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. We will survive 2020. But I love it. Yeah. I mean, we will. We have, yeah. we have already. Yeah. We're surviving in it. As hard as it is, yeah. 
we are there. We mm-hmm. are, we've worked through it. It's, you know, we're in October and it started, mm-hmm. you know, in January. It's true. And so, you know, just being aware of what we can control and how we can do it. And if you can't do it on your own, friends, right? Mm-hmm. I have, you know, my friend and I um, talk to each other. We encourage each other in terms of like yeah. working out or, or eating well. We're just making sure we're, we're okay. Yeah. Um, if we can't get, like I said, a professional to help in terms of counseling, have friends to help mm-hmm. be accountable, mm-hmm. right? Read books, watch podcasts, talk about, or watch, um, you know, YouTube things, listen to podcasts together, that kind of stuff. Because, again, part of this, the health re- um, over overview is social as well. We're social beings. Yeah. We are not created to be alone. Yeah. And, of course, COVID has not made that easy but you know what can we do in terms of reaching out video chat and those Mm -hmm. kind of things so making sure that we're healthy in the best ways we can Mm -hmm. to be able to face whatever is happening hopefully it's not the work it's not going to get worse than this but if it does how are we then creating that foundation of health to be able to deal with the craziness that whatever the next few days may bring Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. I don't know, man. My thing is just health. Like, yeah. and I and that's what I said. It's just like all those aspects of health that make us a person. Mm-hmm. If we can just do even one little thing, right? I'm gonna eat an apple a day. I'm gonna drink this amount of water. I'm gonna sleep one more hour a day. I'm gonna phone my friend and talk with her today. And I'm going to, and in terms of spirituality, if you're not a Christian, not everybody is spiritual as well. For some people, is getting into nature yeah. or or meditating. So that's the spiritual. Because again, we are spiritual beings as well. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you believe in whatever God, mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. So mm-hmm. that's me. I you know I'll I'll, I'll pray and and um, read my Bible and and meditate in Him. But if you're not a Christian or if you if you don't have any organized religion, what makes what what fills your spirit? Yeah. People just, you know, sit in, like I said, outside in nature or listen to music. So those are the things that we can control. If we can control a little thing of those things, we'll see, you know, one little thing in those all, in all those aspects, we'll see a difference in, in how we face this world and face whatever Rona is going to give us. Yeah. Rona. Yeah. The Rona. Yeah. Rona. We immediately jumped to, like, nickname basis. Yeah. It was like... Rona. Two weeks. That's why I like love black Rona. people. Black people Rona's be like a Rona. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I'm one of two black people in my office, right? And so there was time I said that. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, coronavirus. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> love like we can make jokes out of everything yeah. and it just what? makes sense and it's and hilarious. that was the joy to see it as much as it was yes. so chaotic it was like exciting to see people make that yeah. you know what i mean it was like it was so fun yeah you talked about tiktok yeah man. and that's the thing like, yeah i tiktok is hilarious and we share i know we share on insta but i mean i want to bring it back to elsa do yeah. you remember who do you know who elsa is yeah from the movie the, no oh no majimbo yes, yes. i, I love, love that she got so... big with yes. the rona yeah it's so <laughs> true it made yeah yeah a lot of people did well like on tiktok <laughs> and instagram one of my friends caitlin as well she did she's she's the one that was um did that thing like everybody at a Zoom meeting? Did you see that? Oh that yeah, 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 yeah. Where she's just like, yes, thank you, Martha. That was you know? 
but people did good things within Roma, it's and that's still... the cool thing. Like, yes, as far as uh, as COVID, like, kind of changed the world, but also I think there was a lot of joy that came yeah. out of it because people had to do stuff. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so true. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks it was for a having me. To have you. And also, we didn't even talk about it because you just recently joined our board. I did. So it's also, if anyone doesn't know, yeah, look at her bio on our website. Yes. But yeah, thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. It was to have fun this conversation to be here. Yeah. 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 Anybody else have final words? No. I keep reaching for my water and I'm like, <laughs> I chopped it, I need to fill this and I'm gonna take a nap. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's my big thing now is taking naps. So yeah. my takeaway Good. is naps. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna be napping a Why lot not? more. Yeah. If you have the time, nap. Yeah. Mm. I definitely am a nap time. person. You know. Yeah. That's why when we were little, I'm like, why did I fight my parents so much? Yeah. <laughs> and then when I put like try to put down my niece and nephew or like my niece when she's like, I don't want my little niece when she's pretty, I don't want to how does she say I don't want to map <laughs> my child. I look at her, I'm like, you want to nap. Fine. I don't want to map. And then she'll fall asleep. I'm like, I told you you wanted to map. <laughs> you enjoyed the episode it's always amazing to get an opportunity to chat with these lovely ladies so if you're looking to follow us off of the podcast and you're looking to catch up with some of the content that we have you can follow us on instagram facebook and on youtube all at black women connect vancouver we also have a website for you at blackwomenconnectvancouver.com which is where you can sign up for our mailing list and our newsletter so you can keep updated with our growth and all of the other events that we have planned for you. Catch you later. Bye.